0: For a single soul, up and in and you. I want to welcome you to Living Life. Now, listen up. You know, we hear those words sometimes when we're like gathering together, maybe it's a coach with his team and he's like, now listen up and we wanna know what the game plan is or the most important thing that needs to be said. Or maybe we're at church and we're gonna have, have some kind of program and so the leadership gathers everyone together and says, listen up. Well, I remember when I was a youth pastor and I took a group of youth to Glasgow, Scotland, and there was a time when thousands of youth that were there at the conference and the leaders, we were going to march through the streets of Glasgow and then make our way to a park where we were going to have a big worship service. But while we went through the streets, we were going to be together singing songs and just sharing that Jesus can shine upon them and he's the light of the world and that we can live to God's glory. And it was just a marvelous event, but we had to all be together on it. And so the leadership had their megaphones and they would say, now listen up, and they gave us our instructions. Well, I share this story with you because in today's text, right away, God's word says, Basically, listen up, nations. I'm gonna tell you about God, how he's gonna redeem his people. And so we wanna listen up right now as we have the scriptures read for us at this time.
1: Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 10 through 20. Hear the word of the Lord, you nations. Proclaim it in distant coastlands. He who scattered Israel will gather them and will watch over his flock like a shepherd. For the Lord will deliver Jacob and redeem them from the hand of those stronger than they. They will come and shout for joy on the heights of Zion. They will rejoice in the bounty of the Lord, the grain, the new wine, and the olive oil. The young of the flocks and herds, they will be like a well-watered garden, and they will sorrow no more. Then young women will dance and be glad, young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into gladness. I will give them comfort and joy instead of sorrow. I will satisfy the priests with abundance, and my people will be filled with my bounty, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says, A voice is heard in Ramah, mourning and great weeping, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. This is what the Lord says. Restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord. They will return from the land of the enemy. So there is hope for your descendants, declares the Lord. Your children will return to their own land. I have surely heard Ephraim's moaning. You disciplined me like an unruly calf, and I have been disciplined. Restore me, and I will return, because you are the Lord my God. After I strayed, I repented. After I came to understand, I beat my breast. I was ashamed and humiliated because I bore the disgrace of my youth. Is not Ephraim, my dear son, the child in whom I delight? Though I often speak against him, I still remember him. Therefore, my heart yearns for him. I have great compassion for him, declares the Lord.
0: So did you catch that? Right away in our text, right here in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 10, the word of God says, hear the word of the Lord, You nations, it's like God saying, listen up, nations. I want to tell you about how I deal with my people. And so we're told in verse 11, the Lord will deliver Jacob and redeem them from the hand of those stronger than they. Of course, we can see how God works as we look at Israel and see how he deals with his people because indeed they're really a lesson book to the nations. And as they look at Israel, they can see that though Israel isn't always the strongest and most mighty nation, God cares for them, watches over them, and he delivers them. And it's like God is saying, just watch and see what I do. See how I evidence my power and my love for my people. So. Listen up, people. Listen up, world, and watch what I do. And we can see one of the things that he's going to do is like in verse 13, where he says, I will turn their mourning into gladness. Yes, our Lord has a way of taking us where we're at and moving us forward. And I know that many of us right now, we might be like in a season of mourning, But he will turn that mourning into gladness because our Lord redeems. That's what he was saying to the people back in Jeremiah's day. As they're in exile, he's saying, I'm going to bring you back to the promised land. I'm going to redeem you. And of course, when we get to the New Testament, he still redeems his people, not from bondage from like a nation, but from sin itself. And he did that through sending his only begotten son. And we're just so thankful for Jesus. He is our redeemer. He delivers us and we can trust him. And so, yes, he came the first time and then the Lord is going to come again. And God says, I will send my son back and he's going to come to judge the living and the dead. But between his first coming and his second coming, we have the Lord who basically is saying to the nations, listen up, see what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna establish my church. And so he even says that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. And we're just so thankful that God is powerful. In fact, he's more powerful than say a virus. A virus cannot defeat the church. The church will be a worshiping community and we're going to be continuing to grow into the likeness of Jesus Christ. And so I just want to encourage you in a time like where we live now, that let's grow, not just go through this experience. That's what our Lord wants. And as we do so, it's like he's saying to the nations, listen up and also just see how I redeem my people. And then as we continue in our text, we see that if we can then have the church listen up, not just the nations, but it's like God saying, listen up church. I mean, lean in, yes, to this time. And it can be a Very difficult time and there might be a need to lament and God says that's okay but also examine your life and if you have this anxiety and fear and maybe even panic the Lord wants you to know that you need to turn from that because he is a God who loves us with an everlasting love And he's more powerful than anything that is out there. And we can trust him because he delivers his people. He redeems us. And he wants us to continue to move forward and to also just see the fact that we can grow through this time. And I like the way that he says in verse 18, You disciplined me. This is actually the people of God speaking to God and saying, You disciplined me like an unruly calf, and I have been disciplined. Well, yes, the Lord will discipline his people so that they can grow and that they can develop in their faith. And that's what was happening to the people of God back in Jeremiah's day. And that's what's happening today. And we want to grow. And not just go through this season of life. And then as we continue to do so, we also need to notice what God is doing. And we want to be people of prayer. We want to turn our attention to him and seek his will. And so that's going to involve repentance. And that's what the people of God needed to do. In fact, in verse verse 19, there was the confession, after I strayed, I repented. Well, let's listen up church to what God wants to say in his word. And as we do so, he's going to say to the nations, listen up and just see how I work in my people's lives. Let's be a people who pay attention to God and let's do so to his glory and our joy. As we close our Living Life devotion today, I just want to draw your attention to the very last line in our text today because it just shows how God so desires for his children to return to him. It says here in verse 20, "'My heart yearns for him. "'I have great compassion for him,' declares the Lord." You see, that is our Lord. He has such compassion and love for you. And if you're wayward or if you have gone astray, He wants you to return because it's good for you and it'll bring glory to Him. And the nations will see that indeed He's a faithful God who loves His people, redeems them. And so as we repent, we know that God hears our repentance, He sees our heart. And what does he do? He redeems. He forgives. And so if you're wondering, could God ever forgive me? The answer is yes. Let's pray. Well, Heavenly Father, we are just so thankful that indeed you have been faithful throughout all the generations. That, Lord, we can see that you are so ready to forgive. That you have compassion toward your people. We thank you that we can indeed, as your church, listen to you. And as we do, we hear you say that you love us with an everlasting love. We thank you and praise you. In Christ's name, amen. For a